1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to the program. I'm glad you stopped by Odyssey Good Life Studio on this beautiful Saturday. Got up early this morning, went out front, a little bit of rain. Dogs didn't want to go, uh, to do their business. And then lo and behold, an hour later, the sun's out, things are drying up and it's gorgeous. Uh, what a great day for a golf tournament. What a great day for a taco fest. More importantly, I hope your preparations are underway for what you're going to grill or barbecue or smoke this weekend. I know that's, I have big plans for Sunday. Uh, just me, my dog, my wife, our two guest dogs, and uh, the Kamado Joe. Probably be a little, uh, little wood involved and smoke and things like that. And uh, what a fun thing! It'd be, okay, it's a holiday weekend, Father's Day and Juneteenth. And I get a press release from my dear friend Kerry Bachman about Ed Mitchell's barbecue, and I thought this has just got to be the perfect weekend. I hope. Uh, Ryan or Ed, Ed Mitchell, the dad, Ryan, the son can cut away on this holiday weekend and be a part of the program. And one of the things that I really liked about this book when I got it and thumbed through is this is not like there's a dozen times 10 barbecue books. Okay. And there's different definitions of what barbecue really means. This is more a history of Rural Southern barbecue and the people that made it famous, and Ed Mitchell is one of those. If you have, just Google Ed Mitchell Pitmaster and you'll find a wealth of information, so fun to have the opportunity to speak to Ryan Mitchell, who is following in his father's footsteps and co authored this book. Ryan, welcome to the good life, brother.
2: Man, thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. You got me when you said you want that Komodo Joe, and uh, and there was going to be some wood involved, so I know you're going to. You're
0: going to do it right. Well, I'm going to stop at Costco as soon as I get off the air. Uh, my wife's looking at brisket at the commissary on base. I'm going to look at uh, a pork butt or two. And uh, there'll be a lot of leftovers because right now she hasn't invited anybody else. It's just us. And uh, on that day, that's pretty much what I'd like to have. Unless my boys could be in town, but no. Okay. Ryan, this, we won't have enough time. I can promise you that. Uh, but uh, no, man. I, I want you to uh, let's go. This is your life, Ed Mitchell, and talk about uh, your dad's background. Uh, you know, he he grew up at a time when things weren't as good as they are today, if we can say that. But more importantly, yep. he learned and played such a key role in making Southern barbecue what it is today and, and such a big part of my life.
2: Yeah man, I uh, I appreciate that that intro for him uh you know again, southern barbecue, whole hog barbecue in North Carolina. At that particular time man was um, was a craft and a skill set that that he honed and our family honed from our ancestors uh over 125 years ago man. So um you know, it's a very it's a very special uh craft to us. Barbecue is a lifestyle here in uh in North Carolina. And, um, you know, it's synonymous with the ending of a tobacco season, harvest season, uh, synonymous with, you know, celebratory events that took place between uh, the landowners and the sharecroppers. And so, uh, you know, the rock star status that you see today had to start uh, from somewhere, and it came from those old pit masters that uh, used to man the pits and man the, the in ground pits and the cooking of the barbecue you know, over 100 years ago, man. So um, we were fortunate to be able to trace our lineage down to that, uh, all the way down to its roots, so to say. Yeah,
0: and it just, uh, you know, today, live fire cooking, there's so many people that, uh, you know, that have written books and, and become famous on Food Channel and, uh, you know, Stephen Reichlin And yeah. I saw a great yeah. picture of yeah. Stephen uh, and your dad. Stephen and I lived close together in Miami. And, uh, and
2: yeah, man, he's a great guy.
0: Well, you know, it just, and then speaking of Miami, and I got to share this with you. When we drove to my grandparents' home, we went through an area of of just north of the main part of Miami uh, called Liberty City, Mm -hmm. and it was a black community. And I used to beg my dad, slow up, catch the lights, catch the lights, because there would be 55-gallon drums cut in half, and, and and all kinds of people smoking meat and and, and cooking yeah. meat and the aromas impacted oh me to God. the to the point that well we, we used to stop and they would sell slab of ribs, whole whole pork ribs uh, oh at, at prices that I wish we could find today and uh yeah, and that really you know i'm I was seven years old, and that made such just that aroma and that's why tomorrow, Sitting out back with my Kamado Joe, I may have a cooler with some beverage in it. Uh, and my dog, who <laughs> likes the smell of beverage. That's barbecue. the only way to do it. <laughs> All right. So, I you, love it. I love it. Ryan, you got to tell me yeah. your part of the story. Because I know, you know, if you grow up with somebody like your dad, uh, there, there's yeah. there's probably that desire to follow in his footsteps, and there's probably that desire to go do something else. How are you?
2: what you do? Uh, you know, the irony of it is, um, you know, our our stories kind of parallel each other. Um, you know, my dad went off to college. Uh, he grew up, you know, cooking barbecue, not under the commercial context, just as a family function. So uh, when he got off to, he went off to college and then was called into Vietnam, and he tried to make his way around the country doing jobs as, uh, as well with, for Ford motor company. And my grandfather passed away in the 90s, and my dad kind of came back and uh, picked up the family craft, picked up the family business, and we, you know, tried to make a, we made a run at, you know, reintroducing our city to Whole Hall Barbecue. Um, so my um, entrance back into the business was almost the same, man. I graduated high school, uh, graduated, um, you know, swearing that I would never, you know, be able to uh, have a desire to come back home and be cooking in the kitchen again because, my childhood was spent uh, inside the restaurant, and we were a full-blown, you know, commercial place by, uh, you know, by the time I was uh, uh, 12 years old. So, you know, my days and my off time had to be spent in the pit. You know, if I want that football practice or, you know, running, you know, uh, running up and down trying to play sports and, and or at school, then I spent my off time, uh, you know, working at the restaurant, man. So by the time you become 18, let me tell you, you know, it's it's a chore, it's work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it it was how my, my dad and my family, you know, kind of taught me the value of, of, of earning my keep and earning my money and keeping me out of trouble. So, you know, coming from a small town of Wilson, North Carolina, man, we didn't have, you know, you you know, the opportunity to be anything uh, you know, great, you know, and, and kinda chase your dream, you had to move. You had to you had to get out and go, man. So I got off to college, um, and I started playing football at East Carolina a little bit, and um, you know, was fortunate enough to be able to graduate with my degree in economics, and that was going to be my 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 exit. You know, I was going to get my job in in, the, in uh, corporate America uh, and say goodbye to the small town life. So uh, I, I began to kind of push push towards achieving that, and I got into um, into a great position there with a couple of um, investment banks uh, from out, out of New York and out of the Raleigh area. So I spent about 10 years, uh, you know, between retail and investment banking uh, and just corporate, you know, the corporate office life of learning, learning finance and politics and, and things of that nature that I thought I wanted to do, <laughs> um, you know, because <laughs> because these are the things that, you know, you grow up and, uh, you know, you're told, hey, man, you know, you got to get educated and get off and be educator, doctor, lawyer, you know, uh, a difference maker in, in some field, you know, that is um, considered to be intelligent, you know. So, uh, lo and behold, 10 years of corporate America, I realized, man, these guys are... Uh, you know, they got it wrong. There's 10, Ten years in a cubicle for, for 70 hours a week was, was was weighing in on me, man. And um, so, lo and behold, man, about 2011, uh, the financial crisis, uh, you know, the first mortgage crisis kind of happened. And, you know, my company was one of the co- companies that had to lay off about 3,000 people. And, uh, you know, I was in that number. So, now I'm sitting home, you know devastated because my career is upside down and, you know, I'm trying to re, you know, I'm trying to find my passion and redefine, you know, what it is I need to be doing with the rest of my life. And, you know, simultaneously, my dad, you know, career in barbecue is, is ticking on up the ladder. He's steady moving, steady moving. And we're steady getting known, you know, for, you know, our contributions to, to the barbecue industry. We already, you know, but began to be on Food Network a couple times with Antonio Bourdain, you know, Bobby Flay was up next. And so in that moment, you know, my dad is like, man, you know, uh, and the time is now, man, you have to, you know, that energy you've been putting into that, you know, into those banks and into those other, other entities, you know, for all these years, man, it's time for you to put that passion back into your own, back into your family, back into your, um, you know, your, your, your upbringing uh in entrepreneurship so that's what i did man and we've been um you know the cooking part you know is second nature to me you know so i because i grew up watching him and my uncles just master everything and i and i had to do it as a kid so you know trying to find our way and creating a brand and creating a business opportunity taking advantage of business opportunities man was was where i kind of you know have, have made my bones at man so we're we're here, we got the book done, you know, just, I couldn't be more excited for not just him, but all of all of my family and their contributions to the book um, and getting our story out to the world. So we can kind of, you know, take some ownership of our own narrative.
0: Well, you know, uh, we're gonna talk about the book, but you got some great products. You've uh, teamed up with some folks that are putting together uh true made foods. I ordered my three bottle sampler uh, just a day or two late, and because uh, I didn't know any better, so it's not coming on <laughs> yeah, Monday. Right. But I still have hope that it shows up today. Uh, so yeah, all right. Use, but uh, well, let's take a quick break, pay some bills. Uh, Ryan, I know why you came back. It wasn't just that economic crunch of getting laid off. You you had you you've had that smell of smoke on your body, and it never goes away.
2: Never go the way. I don't care how much you shower, how much no. you try to run, man. The smoke is going to chase
0: you. Well, it's always in your mind anyway. Well, look, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. My guest is Ryan Mitchell, his dad, Ed Mitchell. Both of them pitmaster extraordinaires. The book is called Ed Mitchell's Barbecue, uh, and it's just so different. There are so many unique recipes and things that uh, the average barbecue book doesn't have. And it takes back, it takes you back to that rural southern... Uh, black-influenced, high-quality home food. And and I say that with the utmost respect, the smoked mac and cheese, uh, you know, fried green tomatoes. It's got all of that, but more importantly then, it's got uh, the how-to, what-for, and beautiful pictures of outdoor cooking over a pit, and uh, that's what you need. We'll be back with Ryan talking about Ed Mitchell's barbecue book, I got a great wine of the week, very apropos, high on the hog, a beautiful red blend with barbecue. Don't go away. Right back after this break.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.